We're lucky here in the Pacific Northwest. We have some of the the great mysteries of the world here. We've got Bigfoot here. We've got, we believe, Jim Morrison of the Doors uh, living on a horse ranch somewhere down in the Portland area. And then we got D.B. Cooper. And the other day, just a couple weeks ago, there was a D.B. Cooper convention in Seattle. And I guess they hold this every year at the Museum of Flight. And the Seattle Times covered this thing. (laughs) Do they bring in the Northwest Airlines plane that he jumped out of, out of the back of, over Portland somewhere? Well, they have a bunch of people speak at this thing, and uh, people flew in from all over the world, according to the Seattle Times, to attend this thing, a three-day event. And there's one guy in particular we got to talk about uh, in a second, but if you're not familiar with the D.B. Cooper story, in 1971, a guy named Dan Cooper walked into the Portland International Airport, paid $20 for a ticket to fly from Portland to Seattle, uh, ordered a bourbon and a soda, smoked some cigarettes, and then handed the flight attendant a note saying he had a bomb, asked for $200,000, and four parachutes. And How do you know that the plane has $200,000? I forget it. how what, that works. you pass the hat around up and down the aisle <laughs> until you reach a number? I forget how all that worked. But he did get thousands of dollars in cash. And somewhere over southern Washington, he opened the rear door of a Boeing 727, and out he went with all that money, and he's never been found. And there's all these stories about, oh, I could still be alive or he lived for 30 years afterwards, or he, he's... Uh, they found all that money in the sand of that riverbank and stuff, and they figured yeah, he's dead. He's working on that horse farm with Jim Morrison or something. Uh, and his name isn't... Deep. His name um, His name is was, was Dan Cooper, and, and an early news story misreported it as D.B. Cooper, and it stuck because of that. And, but this is true. A decade after he jumped, an 8-year-old boy who is digging in some sand on the Columbia River Beach, did find $6,000 of his money. They could verify, they were able to verify, that that was money from that plane. So that much that much we know. Anyways, flash forward all these years to a couple weeks ago uh, here in Seattle when they have the, the annual D.B. Cooper convention. And you got, had to pay $149 for a three-day pass to go to that, by the way. And the, the and then somebody got on a plane and left with all that money. <laughs> the Seattle Times says that uh, uh, there have been people flew in from all over the world to to attend this place. But one interesting guy in particular, I didn't forgot about this guy. Well, actually, I, I maybe I, maybe we we did talk about this guy a number of years ago when he got out. I imagine we did, but I forgot about him. Uh, the Times says few people who ever lived have been more impacted by DB Poop DB Cooper DB Cooper than Martin McNally. Martin McNally, he was at this convention a couple weeks ago in Seattle. He was 28 years old when he lost his job in 1972, a couple months after the DB Cooper hijacking. Here's the quote from the Times from this guy. DB Cooper, this guy told the Times, DB Cooper did his in November, okay? I said, hey, that sounds like an easy score. Get an extortion note, couple of weapons, disguise, wigs, and so forth, and board the plane and demand what you want. Money, half million dollars, parachutes, and bail out. What could be easier? Yeah, what could be easier than jumping out of a jet plane? Was I wrong, he said. In June of 1972, after the D.B. Cooper, 
This guy carried a submachine gun onto a flight from St. Louis to Tulsa, asked for a half million dollars. I guess he got it or got a lot of cash, and he jumped out over Indiana. He was caught a few days later. He survived this. He, he was caught a few days later with $13 in his pocket and eventually sentenced to two life sentences. He was released from prison in 2010 after serving 38 years in prison. We must have talked about this guy when he got out. This guy is now 80 years old, and he was at the, the D.B. Cooper convention <laughs> a couple of weeks ago here in Seattle. Uh, he flew in from his home in Michigan where he lives with his sister, He's probably not allowed to live by himself. I'm surprised he's allowed to fly. (laughs) Maybe he took a – I did say he flew. It must have been private. (laughs) Yeah, you'd think that might earn you a lifetime ban. Yeah, lifetime ban. From all all airlines. (laughs) Uh, He was a featured speaker a couple Sundays ago at the D.B. Cooper convention. So it uh, it lives on, and and uh, he says he would like to believe that DB Cooper survived. Well, you know, in, in a, if you, this guy survived, I guess it's possible. This guy did. Yeah, I, and the the um, museum of flight is awesome. I was there, I don't know, six months ago or something like that, and they could have that actual plane in there, or at least outside. They've got you know, it, they've got all kinds of cool aviation, you know, things about history and stuff. They could have that one there. Northwest Airlines isn't flying anymore. I'm sure our 727 probably doesn't even fly no more. Yeah. Well, so, anyways, it'll take place next uh, next, next uh, November if you're interested in meeting. I Actually, it would be kind of cool to talk to this guy. We should track, if we can track this guy down, we should, this, this McNally dude who's 80 years old, 38 years in the slammer um, for that. And, and how does he fly? For $13. <laughs> yeah. That's what he got away with.